0: on. What's going on? Welcome to episode two of Voice of the Culture. I'm your host, Sean. Yes, I'm joined by my great co-host, Stephen Chris. What's going on, guys? The Hero. one and
1: only. Or the two, three I was about to say. I was about to say. <laughs> I was I going to say the one and only, but then Chris was like, yo. And I was like, damn, I got to add him in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man, oh. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, we got a lot to talk about today, and we should be having two more people join us, um, so hopefully they'll join us soon, so they don't cut us off in the middle of us getting going with our topic. Um, but first, let me start off, you know, asking my two co-hosts that I have here, how was everyone's weekend? Everything was good?
1: Weekend was good. Uh, I saw Infinity War today. um other than that other than that I kept a low profile but I wanted to, so, you know, I'm I'm happy with with the outcome of the weekend I guess. I absolutely,
0: that. absolutely. Chris, we were supposed to go, but Dennis had school work, so uh Ooh. I know you didn't see Infinity War unless you did.
2: <laughs> nah I didn't man. Out there, man. Finals finals is like right around the corner, man. So we all just locked in right now, so just school work for me over this weekend, but I can't complain, you know. Any day above ground is a good one. Hey, absolutely.
1: Yep.
0: What would what, what Pusha say? CNN said I'd be dead before 21.
1: Mm.
0: every day is a good day for us. Every day. Uh, exactly. Yeah, right, Pusha so...
1: took it. He took it to 21. It was supposed to be 25. Yeah, he <laughs> took sure. it to
0: 21. Push I was it. like, all right, yeah. push that. <laughs> I was like, damn, right. it's taking some years off. But all right. Hey, when um, you are pushing so,
1: cocaine, man, when you are pushing cocaine is uh the the guy's showing their lifespan, lifespan by three.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh yeah man, push. Y'all he, he always doing that uh that uh that white powder talk. But uh he definitely has that <laughs> content outside of that, but it don't seem like it sometimes. Uh, yeah, push, it definitely like doesn't said, though. <laughs> like I, I like said, pushes, we got a lot man. to talk about. Um, let, let's start with Kanye, man, because th- th- that that is the talk of the town. He seemed like he done lost his mind, man. I, I don't know what's going on with him. I, I try to understand him sometimes, but then it's like I can't be making excuses for you, man. That just sounds crazy. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't want to get too deep into like his political views and everything because this isn't obviously a political podcast. But if you guys want to touch on it when I go to you, more than welcome to. I want to focus more on this one question and I'm going to go to you first, Chris. Has Mm -hmm. Kanye, and this is funny that this is even a question because we made these topics earlier in the week, but on Kanye's song with T.I., he even said he Mm -hmm. was in the sunken place. So, Mm -hmm. uh, it actually makes this question a lot funnier. Uh, But Chris, I'll start with you. Has Kanye West fallen into the sunken place?
2: I mean, I mean, he's just been there so many times, you know what I mean? Like, Kanye's always like, but the thing is that it always—I don't know what, what artists is like. Like when you look at Sam Smith or you look at different artists, like when they go in that sunken place, like you know, times out of ten they come out with some good with some good music, some good stuff, you know what I mean. But you know, Kanye's just Kanye's just Kanye at this point. Like I like you guys, are, like we're hearing this stuff over Twitter, we seeing it, we just like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> you know, that's for me is you know, but this is like. I mean, if Kanye is in a sunken place, he's in a sunken place. I mean, I, for my, for me, like I don't really, I don't really care. Like whatever you think about, whatever your uh, political views are, you know, that's just you. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna let that affect me. You know, you know how I feel about your music. You know, if your music trash, and that's something different. You know, if you want to be president, political stuff die. You go do you. But you know, to be honest, yo, just me. Like Kanye, I'm gonna just let Kanye do Kanye. If, he, if he's in a sunken place, just let him be there. You know. Like, I, I really can't say nothing more about it.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, mm. It's just one of those things where it's like, I I get what Kanye always, first of all, I like to let people know this from the junk. Anytime you hear of a rapper or a singer saying or doing something outside of the normal, first thing you need to look for is do they have a project coming? And if they do, that's usually why they're doing those stupid things. Um, yeah. to bring attention to push numbers. And, you know, it, it's, it's, you look at it and you go, it's crazy, but then it always pays off because you always see the streams very high because people want to hear what, what you're talking about. and does it relate to the crazy things you've been tweeting over the past month. So um, a lot of times you have to pay attention to that. But as far as Kanye and, and what's going on with him and him being in the sunken place and everything, this just one of those things where it's just like he tries to always push the culture. And I feel like music-wise, he always does. He always pushes the, the culture uh, musically. But the other stuff is just when you're like, nah, I don't think you fully grasp it. Like, you, you do know you're supporting a guy who, in the, scheme, in the grand scheme of things, could care less about what happens to, to you at all. Um, and there's just certain things that I just feel like he doesn't get. But he wants us to just buy into it. Like, just trust me. And it's like, that's not how this works. Like, nah, I'm not I'm not putting my trust in you or what Trump you know or any of that.
2: Go ahead, Chris. Yeah. But you know what? Like, the thing is that I give I give artists like Kanye, like uh, Jaden Smith, like certain people just have an a actual, like, original thought in their body. It doesn't matter how crazy it sounds. But that the thing is, I can give him kudos. But like, yo, like you sound crazy right now, but at least it's like a, your own original thought. Because most of these people, most of these artists in general, they don't have originality. They don't have their own sound. So what they do, they they bite from Kanye or you know they bite from somebody else. Well, at least Kanye has like an original, like original thought process. Even though it's it's crazy, you know.
0: Yeah, but it's just one of those things where it's just like you you've seen how Trump. How little Trump cares about our culture, and when I say our culture, I don't limit that to blacks. I limit that to Hispanics also. Because I consider us one culture? Um, so mm. you see how little he cares about our culture, but yet you're here with "Make America Great Again." You hugging Trump, like to me, it's just like that. Nah, man, it's just it's not a good look, and it's one of those yeah. things where it's like my I'm, I myself I'm a Patriots fan. So, you know, obviously the quarterback is Tom Brady. So a lot of people are like, how can you support Tom Brady when he supports Trump? So fast forward to now, I'm asking people, how do you support Kanye when he supports Trump?
1: And they're like, oh, you know,
0: man. But I'm like, oh, so when it was Tom Brady, y'all had me out here looking crazy. But because it's Kanye, it's supposed to be cool, right? I, I, don't, I don't believe in that. I believe in if, if you're saying you, you shouldn't support somebody because of who they support, I always think that that's dumb because I'm not a fan of like a diehard fan of him. I'm a diehard fan of the team that he happens to play for. So it's just one of those things where it's like I like to separate the two. I could mm-hmm. like I'm still going to listen to Kanye's album, but if you think like <laughs> I'm here, like yeah, man, if Kanye said it, it's gold. Nah, I I, I don't I don't I don't I don't support that. But, Steven, I want to go to you. Same question. You think Kanye's in the sunken place?
1: All right, man. So being uh, a longtime fan of Kanye and someone who had to defend this man for years to come afterwards, it, it, it's it's crazy, man. Because you know, when when I saw the whole thing, I'm like, man, this guy's tripping. Right? I can't I can't defend this. You know what I'm saying? Because I am completely against the whole Trump, the whole that whole idea. I'm completely against it. So, and my and so I got a few questions. One is like, you know, is Kanye trolling? And if he is trolling, why does Kanye feel the need to troll? Like, he's such a big artist. He doesn't have to troll. He doesn't have to do these things to be, you know what I mean, the number one conversation on Twitter or whatever. But, again, that's Kanye. And then I hear the song, which is "Yay versus the People, and he's saying a few things there where I'm like, damn, man, I mean, you know, he he makes sense in what he's saying. Like, he, he doesn't sound crazy, you know what I mean, but it's just like, Ah, oh, my God! I don't know. I don't even know, man. Is he in a second place? To be honest with you, I don't think so, man. I think he's a smart dude. I I think he just I don't I can't even explain what Kanye is, man. He's like he's like a an anomaly or something like that. That's what Kanye is to me right now. Like I'm just confused. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't <laughs> well, know. You hear I... Ye versus the people, and he's just like speaking about which is true. You know what I'm saying? Blacks don't have to necessarily go to Democrats. But my problem here is is we're not talking about Democrats or Republicans. We're talking about Trump. You get what I'm saying? That's my well, problem. It's mean, Trump. I don't care if it's Democrats or Republicans. My thing is is the idea around it. And at the end of the day, Trump, you know, he, he pushed a campaign with straight racism and bigotry. And even if you are trolling, just not the kind of trolling that, you know, I'll be Acceptable with like, I'm you know, I don't, I don't care how much you're trying to get people to um to focus on your album or oh my god what's going on here. Don't mess with that. Not not when it comes to to racism or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? I so, mean,
0: even even in the sense to where he's saying not all blacks have to be Democrats. I feel like I've never seen, and this is just me speaking from a standpoint of what I've I've come in contact with, like, I've never seen a struggling or broke Republican. Usually Republicans come from a stance of money because the ideals of Republicans and kind of like how they run is from a source of money. Democrats usually are for the people who don't have what the Republicans do. So when you're saying not all blacks have to be Democrats, you're right. We, We don't. But I feel as though the level that Democrats are at, I mean, that Republicans are at, Democrats would love to be there, but they would change a lot about how to get there and then once you're there, what to do. So when he, like, I hear that in, you know, a lot of things that I know a a lot of Republicans and, and definitely Trump stand for is the whole notion of, you know, we complain too much. Like, if you worked as hard as we did, you would have what we do. And I never, I never liked the idea of that. Like, you can't say I'm not hustling as much as you because you're at a point to where you made it. Like, your avenue to making it might have been easier than mine. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if it took you 20 years to get where you're at and it takes me 50 years to get where you're at, like, you can't then disrespect my hustle because I didn't get it as quick as you did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's one of those things to where it's like we're not afforded the same luxuries. And and by that, I don't mean to make it an excuse, you know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things to where it's like, you know, for a certain group of people, it's easier to wake up and you have these opportunities, you have these luxuries, your dad owns the, the, the store, the building. Like, we don't come from that. We don't come from that. We come from our parents had to work eight jobs just to make sure one bill was taken care of. You know what I'm saying? Like, the struggle yeah. is different. You know, so well, I feel like I mean,
1: we're, we're. Go ahead. We're also talking about like, um, you know, generational wealth that plays a big part of it. You know what I mean? Right. Like. Yeah. So. But that's, I
0: understand that's what, what you are saying. saying so, if you look I, at. I mean, the, in the idea Mind you, when I'm
1: saying this, when I'm saying this, uh, I don't mean to cut you off. When when I said no, but, uh, the whole thing about blacks don't have to be Republican or or I mean all Democrat, I'm saying in the uh, in the mentality of what when Kanye said it um me personally like i said it doesn't to me it, it comes to a more moral standpoint a more human type of standpoint where it's like it's not even about democrats or republicans it's about what's right and what's wrong you know what i'm saying and right. it, his but whole he, intention was to to follow through with uh you know all you know blacks don't have to be uh democrats and that he's right you know you don't have to be but like I said, a moral standpoint, right or wrong, this, this man, Trump, I don't care if he was a Democrat, he, he's a racist, you know what I'm saying? And he went all about his his ways in a racist way, and just that itself, is that's just what it is to me, you know?
0: No, and so, I completely um, agree with you. My, my biggest issue with Kanye as the person, not the musician, is everything he's built his name off of, he's done the complete opposite. Like, if you listen to College Dropout, and then look at kanye's life now he's a completely like he's a completely different person, and I don't mean like oh he's just like he's grown since then. I mean like everything he was saying that wasn't cool to do or wasn't cool to be the, the main it, thing yeah. he said in that in that gold digger song, and when he get on he you know, saw a white girl and he's married to Kim Kardashian, so like all the things he was trying to tell us like when you get money because you're black, don't do this, don't do that, and he's done the exact thing like he's become. Like, he's one of those guys that says don't become uh, part of the problem. You know what I'm saying? Like Which, don't become by part the of way, the I'd,
1: like to, I'd like to clear up Go real ahead. quick for all the white audience that would join uh, this podcast to listen. Not against white people or anything. We're literally speaking right. about Kanye's standpoint. So right. I got no problem with white girls, so, you know. <laughs> nah, me neither, me neither. I'm just saying,
0: like, you can't say that and then turn around and do it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not like, like yeah, there's anything wrong with it, but you you were strong on the stance of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kanye, yeah. you know what Kanye is starting to remind me of? And, again, Kanye is the person, not as the musician. He's starting yeah. to remind me of Stacey Dash. Like, we created Stacey Dash. We're the only reason Stacey Dash is, has any kind of fame. And then when she got the established fame, she then lost her mind and then thought she was white, started to to to, you know, uh reason with them. Like things were making more sense that that, that they were saying than what we were saying. You
1: know what I'm yeah. saying? Like
0: Stacey Das has, has said some crazy things about the culture that built it. And I'm just like, to mm-hmm. me it's like that's 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 insane to me. That's insane. Um so that's my biggest issue with Kanye. That's what it looks like he's becoming, you know, I don't want to go ahead and and, and label him as that because I don't think he's, he's as lost as Stacey Dash is. Like there's no bringing Stacey Dash out of whatever trance she's in. Um, But to me, I'm a firm believer on if, if, if we're who built you, you can't then once you're established, just ignore the fact that you ain't get there on your own. You know what I'm saying? Like if we didn't, if we didn't come out and support college dropout, where, where would this Kanye, that backpack rapper be, you know, now? So it's just one of those things where it's just like, I don't get that. I, I'm not really a fan of, like, the direction he's going in. I don't think he properly understands the, the true struggle and how much Trump is for continuing that struggle for us. Um, and, and also, I mean, he's looking at just the, the African Americans. He's not paying attention to, like, the, the constant disrespect Trump gives to Hispanics. Uh, yeah. You know, so it's just like I feel like his his, his judgment is very cloudy, and, and it's affecting him uh, as a person, and that that's when it's deep rooted. Um, but I have a question. Do you think? Uh,
1: Go ahead. Well, uh, real quick before you continue, do you yeah. think that uh, Mindy remember I said that you know he might be trolling us, and even though he is trolling us, I'm still not cool with it just because that's not something to troll about. Even though nothing's really mm-hmm. anything to troll about, I hate the whole idea of trolling, but. Um, all the celebrities that uh, like uh, uh, supposedly um, unfollowed him on uh, on social media and stuff. Do you think they have anything to do with this? If he is trolling, I'm saying. Do you think that they were? I'm gonna were say, in it. I'm, you know say what I'm saying?
0: I'm gonna say he's not trolling because if you listen to 444, Hov is telling us like he lost his mind. Like he really lost his mind. He got on stage. What did Hov say in 444 and... again? He was saying, I'm trying to think of, because Kill Jay-Z was when he was saying it. He was saying how he went to Kanye uh, for a deal, and Kanye wasn't happy with the deal. So then that's when Kanye went on Twitter and was asking, like, billionaires for money to fund his yeah. album and stuff like that. And Hov was like, yo, I had the money for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Then you went on stage with Bad mouth and my wife, my daughter. Then, like, you came out of your mouth saying... Uh, Jay Z, please don't have me killed. Like he was, he was on some really crazy stuff. So I don't think he's trolling. I think this is just the the new mindset of Kanye. Like he's, to us it seems like he's crazy, but to him he seems like he's more sane than he's ever been. But to me, I don't. If this is trolling, then it's a very unique way he's doing it because Holes came out and told us like I still love him, and you know it's a conversation that has to be had between the two of us. But yeah, man, I was. I was like, I thought the man lost his mind. He on stage talking about, Hov, please don't have me and my family killed." I'm just trying to say, you know, how things <laughs> are. Like that, that's insane, man. You know what I'm saying? That's so true. Kanye was saying at that point, Hov didn't call him to see if Kim was okay after like that robbery in uh in in Paris. That's yeah. how separated Jay Z was from Kanye. So I don't think this is trolling. I think this is actually what he believes. And everyone who unfollowed him, I think they thought the the Kanye that was crazy was an act. But I think they're starting to get that this is just Kanye. So they're like, I can't be a part of this, man. Like, this is, this is crazy.
1: Yeah, and especially if I'm people like... You're going, you're going against everything.
0: Yeah, and if, if I'm people like John Legend or Tiana Taylor or Big Sean, it's, it's really bothersome that I have to answer questions about how insane the guy is that put me on. Like, you're putting me in a difficult position. Like I don't want to yep. have to badmouth him because he put me on, but at the same time, he's sitting here acting like the struggle we go through is is something we create. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, but I definitely don't think he's trolling because this just seemed like the it seemed like he's been building up to 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 evolve to this point to where he's just like completely lost his mind.
2: Jeez. So
0: that that that's how I see it. But Chris, uh, h- how do you see it? I don't I don't want to skip you. I,
2: how do you see it? Um, how do I see it with, like, with Kanye? I mean, listen, man, to be honest with you, what this all is and what all society is today, and it's throwing it's with racism, but it's also, you can't forget about the classes. You know what I mean? Like the social classes, that's what it really comes down to breakdowns about. Like once you get up there, you know, sometimes, sometimes you forget where you come from, you know? So, I mean, like the, the you know, the social classes, the, the the gap difference is like huge, and the same thing with uh, whites too. Like that the 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 gap difference is huge, you know, from you know the middle class and the poor and the poor class and stuff like that. So I mean, with it, like it all like everything plays into effect with like the classes and things like that. I mean, it's just I don't I don't want to get into it because it's just like it's so much it's so so much deeper than that. But you know, I, I just think that it's it's just all like this is all nonsense to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. It, like I said, it's one of those things to where it's like he was talking about the group of people that he now surrounds himself with, but that was from the outside looking in. He's now inside looking out, and he's he now feels as though things are different, you know, now that he's inside of it. And like I said, I mean, to, to a certain degree, he may have somewhat of, of a point but to me, where I draw the line is you can't support someone who hasn't really made an effort to support you and your causes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Then he's calling out Obama saying, you know, you had eight years in the White House and you did nothing for Chicago. And I'm like, you do get he's president of the United States, not president of Chicago. So if he wasn't able not to even stop that, gay but, violence.
1: Not ahead. even that, but he, he also did, Obama did Uh, um, it was a, a I think it's called the Brothers Keeper uh like uh foundation or whatever he did for um, Chicago. And and right. Trump and, uh Trump erased that on like his first date. You know what I mean? So Trump
0: was looking to erase like a, anything Obama did. So I mean there's there's a lot that Kanye is like blurting not blurting out, but erasing out that Trump does negatively and he's trying to shine on the very few things that he feels as though Trump does well. And it's like, I mean, that, that's cool. Everyone does that. Like, if you have an idol, you'll ignore, like, someone told me that I should be ashamed of myself because I'm a fan of Chris Brown. And I'm like, well, I'm a mm-hmm. fan of his music. Yeah, but, but he hits women and does this. And I'm like, we forget. Michael Jackson was, went, to, went on trial for some of the most craziest things, but people still moonwalking and hee-heeing. So I'm like, all right, so we pick and choose when it's cool to support people. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm not yeah. a fan of that. I'm, I'm, I've always been a fan of – I can separate the two. I can listen to yeah. his music, but if you think I'm about to go hang out with, with, with Michael Jackson for an afternoon, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you know, <laughs> So if, if I'll listen to College Dropout any day, but if you think I'm about to go sit down and chill with Kanye for an afternoon – no. So, to me, it's like if you're able to separate the two, and I get that's hard for a lot of people, and, and that's fine. But I feel as though you shouldn't then judge somebody who is able to, to separate the two. Like, I separate the person I think from the I'll me. Still,
1: I think I'll still do a little sit-down with Kanye, mm-hmm. only because I want to know what the hell he's thinking, man. If I get that out, mm-hmm. to me, See, that. to me,
0: I like conversations to where two people can sit down and possibly learn something from each other. If I know you're stuck on your ways and I'm stuck on on what I believe, that conversation is never going anywhere. So yeah. I mean, it depends on it depends on if me or, or him would have an open mind heading into that conversation. But if he's going into that conversation planning only to tell me how great Trump is, and I'm heading into that conversation only to tell him how horrible he is, we're never learning anything from each other. So it, it'll go nowhere. So to me, that, dead that dead really dead. depends on my conversations. <laughs> I'm
1: Walt Disney in the flesh. <laughs> you guys, you so, guys, I heard what yes, J. Cole yes. said, right? What, what, said, what did
2: man? Cole say? Um, I don't know if it's a song. It's "Be Free," and he did like this extra verse to it, and then he said, um, you know, you know, like you know, in terms of Obama being off he didn't seen any, but you know, the thing is that they they like they gave him the ship, and then tell tell him it was sinking. You know what I mean? So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The like they they is, put yeah, a so...
1: brother on uh they put a brother on uh in the office, but they didn't tell him the ship was sinking. So it's like yeah he he's got the job, but you know what I mean things things are going downhill, and he's pretty much the one to blame. You know that's who they yeah, put yeah. the finger.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So the thing is that it's the same thing with like for right now, like it's <laughs> you know, just to end this all this political thing off. Um, the whole thing now is that. You know whoever is in that hot seat in, in the in the white house bro, that it's it's the hot seat, regardless of who you are, you know what i mean yeah. trump just he just magnified it like just like ten times more, but whoever's on that hot seat is in that hot seat you know and- and the thing is that the the- the main reason why Trump is being criticized is just for the things he says. you know what I mean. But you know, if you're in that hot seat, you're in that hot seat, regardless of your black, but white. But I mean,
1: even even the stuff that he's done too, man. I mean, bro, just think. I, I always just like to think of how far would Obama have gotten if he did exactly the same things that Trump, you know, were even being not, not even. Let's say he did it. Let's say he didn't do it. I mean, who knows at the end of the day? But even if Obama mm-hmm. was
3: accused
1: of these things, that man mm-hmm. would have been. Destroyed. you know what I'm saying like yeah, I mean, just accused yeah, on, on on groping women or or, or, or yeah, making I mean, fun of like this uh you know like special people like, come on man you know
0: my biggest that issue with Trump wild. isn't necessarily what he says it's the fact that he believes what he's saying because a lot of people just say things to grab headlines grab attention or to push someone else's agenda he truly believes what he's saying and it's just like I don't think you're hearing yourself because if you are and you still believe those things, you're insane. Like you're crazy. You know, but I mean, it's one of those things is one of those things to where it's just like, if someone said like, if, if Kanye was just saying this, just to troll like we were saying before, I mean, it's not cool, but w- whatever you're, you're trying to push a project. You're trying to get publicity any way you can. But the fact that he believes and stands wholeheartedly on what he's saying is what makes it sound so much crazier. Because it's like if you truly believe that, that is a problem. Um, yeah. But I do want to ask you guys, before we move on from this Kanye talk, um, I want to ask you guys your full thoughts on, we got a new track to uh, so let the audience know from Kanye in the, in the midst of all this chaos that he's been <laughs> sparking um, called Yay Vers- uh was it Everybody or Yay Versus the People?
1: Uh, Ye versus the People featuring T.I. Yay
0: versus the People. Um, and pretty much what the song was, it was like an old school feel of Styles P, and and Jada Kiss how they would just rap back and forth to each other. Um, Kanye was spending his stance on everything he's been saying, and T.I. was speaking for the the people, like how we feel about the crazy stuff that he's saying. So, Steven, I want to start with you. What were your thoughts on T.I.'s point of view? Of how he felt about everything um, Kanye was saying and doing. Do, do you side with with Ti on on that song, or, or, or are you siding with Kanye?
1: Oh, absolutely, man. I, of course, I uh, I side with Ti on that. I mean, that was the whole point, you know. He's pretty much given uh, the idea of what we're thinking, but to Kanye's defense, man, that's where like I'm always getting like Kanye is just a tricky dude, man, because because I understood a lot of the the things Kanye was saying you get what I'm saying that was a dope track by the way um, gotta give that that track his due you know love and appreciation because that was a dope track t i was there with his intellectual super crazy advanced words he liked to throw in there you know what I mean um and then Kanye was you know he sounded like pretty much kind of throwback Kanye but i I wish I could put up the lyrics right now but that I was Here, really started with T.I., but Kanye really was pulling me in on a few things, man. And, and, you know, it's not like he, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he's stupid. You get what I'm saying?
0: Right. I agree. But I, I do- don't think Kanye's stupid at all. I think he's misguided. Um. I mean, when he's saying he's wearing the hat to, uh, you know, to change the meaning of it, the first thing I thought was, because I'm kind of from, I don't want to say from, but I lived in Virginia for like 12 years. And I know the people down there completely believe in a Confederate flag. But the thing is, some people believe in uh, it for the racism aspect, and some people believe in it for the war aspect. But what we try to tell the people that believe in it for the war aspect is those people that fought for that flag were fighting so that black people would not be able to be free. So you have to understand it's really hard to be okay with you wanting to put it in your front yard or you wanting it to be Virginia's national flag. Like you have to understand there's a lot of that that just wouldn't sit right with us. So when Kanye yep. saying I took to make America uh, great again hat and I tried to flip its meaning, no, it has one pure meaning. And that is to bring America back to a point to where a certain per- a certain kind of people were above a- another kind of people. Um, but then you have people that try to say that's not what the hat means. I get it, but, you know, it's one of those things to where it's, like, it's, it's subjective depending on the, the person. Like, you can't tell me that I can't be offended by something. Um, yeah. So it's but like then again, it, also goes, to...
1: it also goes – I don't mean to cut you real quick. I just want to throw it no, in. So um, I want to throw this in so maybe we can tie up a little bit with the, the whole hat and its meaning, right? And the reason, like I said, I could understand Kanye's uh, side of things when he's rapping and telling you, you know, his opinions was because it's like the N-word kind of, you get what I'm saying? Like how hip-hop flipped the N-word to make it a more brotherly love kind of meaning and not a negative racial meaning. You get what I'm saying? So when he said about how he, he tried to flip the word uh, the hat around, I can understand that because I put it in the same kind of like idea with the N-word, but then again... You know what I mean? It's not like he's been wearing this hat for a long time. Like, he literally just started rocking his hat, which is why I'm kind of, like, just confused, because it's like, is he trolling? This, you know what I mean? Like, if he was rocking this hat from as soon as it came out, and he's like, this doesn't mean this. This is what it means now. It means everyone's equal. Make America great again. I don't even know what make America great again means, because I don't even, I think we're the greatest we've ever been, to be honest with you, if you really think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, how how are we even, you know what I'm saying? It's confusing. What's that? That's what's confusing me at the end of the day. I feel like he's trying to make everybody like, yo, this is this hat means good for everybody. But then again, America is the best it's been now. And it's still bad. You know what I'm saying? Because if you take it 20 well, years from saying. now, it's... people are still, they're probably even more racist. You take it 20, 20 more years before then, even more racist. So I mean like, what's, you know what I mean? Like, what's make America great again? Right. And, and I, I think, that's,
0: that? I think that's, that's the thing that's most confusing um, is there is no true definition of make America great again because it's like it, it's subjective. What, what, what do you mean make it great again? Like what aspects are you trying to make great? So, I mean, a, a lot of people took it as, you know, what I was saying in, in, a, in an offensive manner. Um, so it's like what, what are we making it like, what are we bringing it back to? Um, and that's that's a question that's never been answered, uh, especially by the guy who created Make America Great Again. Trump never explained yeah. what what that's supposed to mean. So when Kanye's saying, I want to take it and flip it, that means you already think that its natural meaning is is offensive. Because if you want to take it and flip it, that means you, you think it's already bad. So that's yeah. why I said he's he's very misguided, because if you're supporting someone, who is trying to say make America great again, but what he means by it is a time where things were simpler, where we had all the power, you guys weren't really able to do anything. Like, if that's what you think he means, how are you supporting him? (laughs) You know? So that's why I said he's just misguided. Like, I feel like he tries to be this earth-shattering, mind-boggling kind of, like, 31st century genius, but... In, yeah. the, in the in the scramble of being that genius, there's a few steps you, you kind of skip over, and those are very important steps. So it's okay to try to be this futuristic, free-thinking kind of guy, but it's like that free-thinking has to somewhat make sense. And if you're saying yeah. Make America Great Again is offensive and you want to flip it and make it positive, that means you think what he's saying now is offensive,
1: so why are you supporting him?
0: That's what I'm trying to say. Yep. That's what doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Well, I, I I agree with you 100%. Um, like I said, I, I can understand the idea on flipping something negative and making it positive, but you are correct in the sense that, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like There's like holes in the idea, you know what I mean? Right,
0: and that's that's my biggest issue. Um, but, Chris, excuse me, before we go on to our whole another
2: topic, um, do you
0: side with T.I.? Or do you side with Kanye in that yay versus the
2: people? Um, I mean I have to pick a side I'm gonna have to you know pick T.I But you know that whole song was just You know I mean it, Kanye was explaining himself And you could just see like the same thing you guys are Talking about Kanye is like misguided You know what I mean But like I said before like it's like His original thought you know what I mean Like he, this is him explaining himself You know why he says the things he says You know regardless of how ludicrous or crazy It is you know what I mean it's like all right, yo. Let me give you a let me give you a look inside, like what's going on in my head, which you know nobody really wants to be there because I don't want to be there. But um,
3: <laughs> he's a
2: nut. But um, <laughs> but you know that whole, you know that whole that whole song was like it was really good. Like I'm, I'm I was just sitting just vibing to it. You know I was just like yo, like yeah, both of these guys are just spitting facts. You know what I mean? Like just just for, just because yo Kanye is just spitting like. How he feels, and you know you can just you know t I. i's like representing us like how we like how we feel, you know, and it just brings us you know it just brings us back you know it's just like you know i like I, it was good to hear another another track from Kanye again, you know what i mean, like it was good yeah. to hear another track from him, so it's just like you know I'm just waiting to see like what type of music he's gonna like he's gonna put out and what and how he's gonna produce these other these other artists uh you know you know projects like i just i'm just waiting to see that like all that other all that other stuff man like, like i i don't feed into the bs listen yo if you going you you going to listen you going to put out this music let's hear it let's hear what you got to, let's hear what you want to put out to the world let's see you want to show to the world that's it for me
0: yeah no mm-hmm. I, i'm i'm with you man i will say the track reminded me a lot of uh big brother
2: uh you know mm.
0: bigs Brother. You know, my big brother was big brother. Like it reminded me of that feel. So that's kind of I, I I I was kind of leaning on when I first heard it, but it was still like Kanye was, was a thousand percent wrong on what, <laughs> what he was trying to get us to understand. In in my opinion, I don't want to speak for you guys. In my opinion, I was just like I I, I get it, Kanye. I get what you're trying to say, but nah, I don't I, side with you, man. All right, it looks like we got Gerald on. Hold on. Gerald. Gerald
3: is he there? Yo.
0: Yep, we can hear you.
3: Yo. You all right,
0: so before yeah, it's super late. But before we um before we move forward, Gerald, I want to ask you two questions to get your thoughts on our first topic. Uh one, um, do you think Kanye has fallen into the sunken place and do you still support him and his music? And the second question is, um, if you heard that Yay versus the people, do you support
1: Kanye
3: side or um, Ti side? So first question, um, I will always be a Kanye fan. I think the power of prayer really works, and I think uh, if you're a real Kanye fan, you would, you know, basically be by his side in his time, because every icon eventually falls, so and every star eventually goes dark, and it's right now. As a real Kanye fan, it's like a a darkest hour for Kanye right now, so the best thing we can do is just keep uplifting him. You know, like I said, I'll always be a Kanye fan. And to answer your second question, I haven't listened to the new song yet, so I can't really give my opinion on it. But I gotta listen to it. I've just been so busy the last couple of days since it released. So, but Next week, if you ask me the question again, I'll i I'll, I'll have listen to it already, and I can give you an honest opinion. All right. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, I understand. I, I'm going to say this, because I heard a lot of people say what, what you just said uh, at the beginning, Gerald. Um, it's kind of dangerous to have that mindset to where it's like you want to support someone through doing something crazy. Like, we have to let him know that it's crazy, you know, because, like, That's like saying, all right, my kid's misbehaving. I'm going to just pray that he stops misbehaving and, and, you know, just try to guide him uh, with with love through the situation. That's not always going to work. You got to kind of make sure that that person knows, like, nah, you can't be out here doing that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like Kanye feels super comfortable doing it because he knows at the end of the day we're just still going to buy his music. We're still going to buy his is all plain white T shirts that he's gonna charge us eight hundred dollars for. So like he just there is no, you know, actual cause for him to be concerned about how he might be poisoning the the minds of some people with the crazy things that he says. So I think although, you know, like I said, uh, you weren't here, Joe, but I'll always listen to Kanye's music because I separate the two. I separate him from his music. Um, same way I do, Chris Brown. I I just separate the two, um, so I'll never tell someone like, "Hey, don't listen to Kanye's music." You hear the crazy stuff he's saying. Nah, you can listen to his music as long as you know what he's saying is <laughs> is maybe not a hundred percent, you know, the, the right thing. So to me, I, I agree with you in the sense of because he's like crazy doesn't mean you just go, "I hate Kanye." That's it. I want nothing more to do with him. I'm just saying it's healthy. Push the conversation so people understand You can be a fan of his But you do kind of have to understand You know he might not have your best interest At heart he's thinking from someone Who's on a whole different level than we are Uh, And I think that's just One of the biggest things we have to kind of Pay attention to and um, you know I think that's kind of like where he sees us That's why he's like alright I I can say the craziest of things And I know Jawan and Gerald Is still buying my album day one You know what I'm saying as soon as it comes out so that that's my biggest thing. That's why I think it's dangerous to just go. No, nah, I'm gonna just keep supporting the man. You know, do you keep 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 it flowing? I'm gonna pray for you, but you know, I'm still here for you, man. Ah, it's a little dangerous. A little dangerous. We got to make sure he knows it's, it ain't it ain't cool, man. Like, don't be wearing no make America great again hats out here.
3: That's, that's true.
0: That's 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 all I say. We just gotta we gotta keep the conversation going and don't just. Kind of sweep it under the rug because we love Kanye. And like, nah, man. When he said I miss the old Kanye, I was like, yes, yes, I do. I miss Backpack with, with the eight different uh, polo shirts. That that's what I miss. That was a more simpler Kanye. Um, but uh, but all right, let's let's move on. Now that we got Gerald here, this is a, a topic Gerald wanted, so I'll let Gerald kind of somewhat introduce it. You were bringing up Nicki Minaj had made, like, had hit some kind of record with her two new singles, I believe it was. Um, so I'll kind of let you talk a little bit about that, Gerald.
1: Uh, no. Oh, wait. Is that Gerald?
0: Hold on. I, oh, wait. Hold on. I hit the wrong button. All right. I muted Gerald. Um, so, pretty much what Gerald was trying to say is Nicki Minaj had done something that no one else uh, has done as far as her two new singles that I thought were okay. Um, charting as high as they did um, So he wanted to bring up the question of Who is the greatest female MC Ever um, So instead of us making a list Of great MCs I'd rather just go around and have everyone talk about Who they think
1: is the best MC
0: Ever um, So Stephen Because I'm really female curious Who you're going to go with
1: Huh? You talking, you talking female or, or just MC You said female right Yeah female Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I, I'm sorry, man.
1: I uh, I'm going to have to uh, decline on this one. Um, I I don't really have a, a favorite female artist. Actually, you know what? I'll give you my favorite female artist. I I have one. Mm-hmm. I don't consider her a rapper because uh, I feel like she's done more than rapping. But I I'll say Lauren Hill, to be honest with you.
0: Actually, you know what? Mm-hmm. That that's a perfect pick because what people tend to not uh, know about Lauren Hill is that she could rap. <laughs> Lauren Hill could. Like, oh yeah, no, rap around know, even in like
1: uh, the mystification of um a Lauren Hill. I mean, she's rapping a lot of the tracks. Reason I consider her uh a, a, a just a full-on rapper. I just feel that she just was very versatile. You know, what I mean, obviously with the singing, right. the X Factor. I mean, like she. I just I consider her way more than let's see, say like a Lil Kim or something like that. You get know what I'm saying? I feel like yeah. I feel like as a female artist, she, one, she was amazing, two, she she set the bar so high, and three, it's very sad the way things have gotten throughout the years. When you look at someone like Lauryn Hill, and then you look at how these artists are these days, even though I like Cardi B and, and, and some of these cats, but it's just sad how in these days, especially for women, it's like the sex appeal thing is the thing that's got to catch first, you know what I mean? So I, that's the way they go about. It. It's the whole sex appeal. That's they're all just dressing all crazy, and you know what I mean Lauren Hill didn't have to do none of that. You know what I mean she could just wear a big ass sweater and that's it, man. And she'll just come at you with her vocals. It was over. But, yeah. Um, so I definitely go with Lauren Hill one.
0: Yeah, and that that definitely is is a great uh pick to go with. That that she's definitely in my top five. I'd even stress top three. Um. Lauren Hill could do stuff not many have been able to duplicate since. Um, Chris, I'll go with you. What female MC are you going with?
2: Female MC for me, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm gonna have to do the same thing. I mean, it's just Lauren Hill because she just did, but she just did so much. I mean, the thing is that if it wasn't for Lauren Hill, the, like there wouldn't like like Nikki like it wouldn't like like, I'm telling you, like, it wouldn't really, like, she kind of, like, set the bar for me. In my, in my opinion, she set the bar, like, very high, you know, um, you know, and then people forgetting about, like, you know, like, Lisa Lopez, you know, different, you know, Lisa Lopez, uh, I think uh, Queen Latifah was rapping for a little bit. Who else was rapping? You know, Missy Elliott.
3: Nice. Oh.
0: MC Light. MC Light,
2: Lady Exactly, like, but the thing is, I just felt like Lauren Hill, it was just, she was an MC, but it was like, it just, it was just, it was, she just made something different. Like, you know what I mean? She just, it was just different. Like, her music was just different than any, like, than anybody else's. Like, like she set, she set herself apart, you know, from a lot of, like, uh, female MCs, you know. But, you know, now, a lot of female MCs nowadays, they're, what they're, what they um, what they model, you know, you know their their flow, their style off of what Steve uh, what uh, Steve was saying about you know sex appeal, like Lil Kim, like everybody's sex appeal, sex appeal, sex appeal, like that's all it's about. But Lauren Lauren Hill just did something totally different, and she just made it, she just killed it, singing, rapping, it's ridiculous, man. Lauren Hill is my
1: favorite. I think these days, man, people like really don't look at the impact that that. Some of these cats are having. I mean, like even if right. you like, take it back, even if you take it to like I saw this earlier actually in social media, it was uh, Instagram. Um, even that girl, uh, Bad Bobby or whatever her name is, obviously that cornball. You know what I'm talking about? The Catch Me Outside girl. She's trash. Yeah, you know she yeah, you know she's a rapper, right? I don't know that that one track was was pretty dope.
0: I, I ain't gonna front. I, I was liking that one track. But, I but I'm, I'm not gonna one track into that one with uh, the one with Lil Yachty. She yeah, like, I, but I, I, was I wasn't thinking even gonna moment.
1: dwell into that. Uh, what oh, I was gonna go dwell ahead, go into ahead, go ahead. was her. No, what, what I was gonna say was she's 15, by the way. Just letting you know. And so what I saw on Instagram is her in like I guess like doing one of her shows. She's twerking, bro. Like <laughs> she's twerking. You know what I mean? For the crowd, I'm like, man, she's 15 years old. And this is all things that you know. what I mean, that I blame. You know today's time and how things go with like. I don't blame her for being how retarded she is. I blame the people before her who set this example of this whole, you know, sex thing or whatever, Nicki Minaj, all these characters and, and look at now. I mean, even Lil' Kim, I'm sorry, even though she's you will consider her a legend, I would say, in the female category, but I blame it all on even from just back then. I mean, this girl's fifteen years old and she's there twerking for a crowd. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. And I out the crowd too. I I'm sure it's not all little kids. You know what I'm saying? You got to have some right. some grown people in there at least. You know what I mean? And you got a 15 year old girl that's working on for you guys. You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy.
0: I actually, actually, I don't, I don't blame Lil Kim. I, I don't even blame the ladies in that aspect. Uh, we have to remember back in in the day when Lil Kim, around that time, Lil Kim, Foxy Brown, uh, all of them were rapping. We got to remember people weren't really trying to hear women rap. In the '90s, they didn't really care about what. I mean, Queen Latifah was fully closed, and I don't recall people giving her the credit that she deserved as a rapper or lady of rage. Um, what about Missy something... LA,
1: though?
0: No, no, Missy LA came in the 2000s. That was when Missy really blew. It was in the 2000s, and it wasn't. It wasn't like uh, I feel like Foxy Brown, uh, Lil Kim, they made. They made it to where you had to listen to what they were saying. Um, because they were spitting. They were spitting, like, all about the Benjamins. I could even, I could argue Lil' Kim had the best verse on that song. I could argue that. I could argue that.
1: All right, so Same if thing, you would take it there, and you would take it about, you know, who to blame, but then again, it, it goes back to even Lauren Hill. Like, Lauren Hill didn't have to do none of that. You know what I'm saying? Right,
0: but what I'm saying is she was part of the Fugees, but at that time, Lauren Hill, people were talking more about her singing ability and less about the, the idea that she could, she could get on a track with dudes and go bar for bar. What I'm saying yeah. is it was that time no one was really caring about women rapping. They just weren't. Like, all right, you can sing, cool, that's dope. You're like Mary J. Blige, cool, get on, this, get on the track and sing. Like Lauryn Hill, Lady of like they was like, no, nah, I want to get on this track and spin. And that, there wasn't really a market for that. No one no, no really cared about that. Um, mm. around that time, so it was one of those things where it's like, how could Lil' Kim get someone, like, how could she get her foot in the door? I know. I have to look sexy, and then they're like, oh my God, she's beautiful. Then as they're as they're paying attention to that, I can bar them. Even if they're not listening to my bars, you know what they're doing? They're not listening to my music. Why? So they can see what, me. Was you it know what I'm
1: saying? Or was it look slutty? You get what I'm saying? Like, I hate that woman an Ugly words. I hate to use that word because it's an ugly word, but it, it's tough, man. It's tough that it to go through my head. We're, we're talking about women like Missy Elliott, Lauryn Hill, even like women that weren't even hip-hop, like Selena, which is part of the culture too, even though, like, I don't even listen to her music or ever did, but she was part of the culture. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Or even J-Lo, you know what I'm saying? J-Lo, Um, what you call it? What's a old girl from... Um, she was with uh, with Murder Inc. Her uh, name stuck in my head. Ashanti.
0: See, you can't Ashanti. you can't compare like, you can't compare Ashanti or or J Lo because J Lo started off as a dancer that wasn't doing prayer dance that wasn't doing prayer dances. You know what I'm saying? And Ashanti was definitely used as a sex symbol in Murder Inc. That was that was one of the the, the biggest the biggest things they were using to push Ashanti. So all I'm saying was is, what she using? This is she. Absolutely. I'll say this. Hip-hop is definitely a male-driven industry. Male-driven, which means you have That's to true. then cater, unfortunately, to what men want. And unfortunately, there was a time men weren't checking to hear women rap. They just weren't. You know what I'm saying? We're in a different yeah. time now, and I have no excuse for why people have to twerk in 2018 when you could fart in. in on, on YouTube and, and be famous from that. You don't really have to be half-naked to, to to fart, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, so I yeah. don't get that. But, you know, I can't blame the people that came before because their times were different. He had to do that just to get someone to go, who are you? Oh, you rap? I
1: didn't even know. It's like, yeah,
0: I've been I've been I mean, like, part, I, like everyday rapping. What do you mean? No, I rap. I get what, what you're saying?
1: saying. Like, you know, you can't blame them because of the fact that the times were different. But well, it still doesn't, doesn't change the fact that, you know, they were the ones to, to make the, the moves that they made. You get what I'm saying? Right. But like what I, get, saying I get what you're saying. That they that did was... what they had to do to, to, to excel. Right. But if you look at a girl like uh, Bad Bobby or whatever, and you ask her influence, she's going to tell you uh, Nicki Minaj, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 Cardi B, and, and, and even the throwbacks. You know what I mean? That's what she's going to say. I'll
0: say this. With Nicki Minaj, before Monster, be honest with me, Stephen, before Monster, who who mainstream do you think was really checking for, for Nicki Minaj?
1: Before Monster? I don't know, man. I think Nicki Minaj had a good uh, run before Monster. You know no, what I mean? I think Monster
0: he was, was, she was killing him. Monster and was... And in a few
1: mixed
0: No Mo- No, 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 no. no one, you know what you can compare it to? Everyone that that is on Cardi B right now, because of... Uh, uh, you know that that hit that she had last summer. Everyone yes. is like, "Yo, I can't believe she just started making music. She just started. Cardi B has like five mixtapes,
1: but no one yeah, cared she's about. Been it. On
0: no Facts. one cared about that. That was the same thing with Nicki Minaj. No one cared that she had like eight mixtapes. It wasn't until they saw the new and improved Nicki Minaj that that had full everything. She was on covers, posing like Lil Kim did back in the day, and then they were like, yeah. "Yo, so who's this? And then Lil Wayne co-signed her. She hopped on that Kanye track. Rest was history. Now people are paying attention to Nicki Minaj, the musician, not Nicki Minaj, the body. So what I'm saying is, unfortunately, we're in a society to where women, unfortunately, uh, like around Nicki Minaj's time still, that was like maybe 10 years ago, had to do that just to get people to go, oh, you rap? Oh, I, I wasn't even paying attention. Like, I, I didn't even know. Now that I can see you, cool, what do you do again? So what I'm saying is I don't blame people for the situations they were forced in because I believe if Lil' Kim could be fully clothed and go out there and rap and still make all the money and get all the fame that, that, that she had, I'm pretty sure she would prefer to do that. I'm pretty sure she didn't wake up one day and was like, you know what? I just like to be half naked just to be ha-. you know what I'm saying? So I yeah. think the situation forced them to do it. But if they could change it and get the same money, same success, being fully clothed, I think they would go that route. But unfortunately, we're in an industry to where they don't really, you know what I'm saying? They don't really allow that. No, like to be, exactly. So that, to me, is the problem. But I get the point you're making that it had a, a, a lasting effect through generations. People are still thinking they need to be twerking or half naked uh, for someone to pay attention to them. And it's like, all these female rappers didn't do that to open the door for you to still do that. What a Hov say? Hov did that. So hopefully, y'all wouldn't have to go through that.
1: You know what I'm that's saying? True. So
0: I, I, I do see where you're coming from, but, again, I can't blame someone who was put in a position to where they had to do it only one way. That's that's, that's all I'm saying. I um, can
1: agree with you on that.
0: But as far as uh, who I would pick as as my favorite MC, um, I'm going with somebody that a lot of people sleep on and forget can, can rap with the best of them, and that's the brat. People forget that the Brat can rap. A lot of people are like, who's the Brat? Go look up when Jermaine Dupree was taking over the very early 2000s. He had a squad. Bow Wow was, was hot out here at nine. He had the Brat. Uh, he then, I think, uh, helped start them franchise boys. Like, Jermaine Dupree was was definitely hot out here around that mm-hmm. time back then. But the Brat has bars. Like, the Brat could easily outwrap all, all, the, all the female MCs that's in the game right now. Right now, she could easily outwrap any of them. Uh, And and I feel like I needed to, to put her out there because a lot of people
1: forget. <laughs> just like a lot of people yeah, go, mention, you know, know. because... Well, 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 when we put these categories on um, best female or best artist or best, you know, whatever, do we add not only the technical skills, but are we also adding the catalog and... And the, um, See, I, don't, you know, the records. I don't like
0: to add I don't like to add the catalogs and records only because at that point if you do that Drake would be the, the greatest MC and Nicki Minaj would be right after him. You know, and I don't That's like true. that because they're in a time to where you don't have to rap. You could make a pop track uh, that has like one or two bars on it and people are calling that a hip hop track. And it's like, yeah. no, that, that, <laughs> that's, that's not true. That's not a hip-hop track. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I think it, it's a little unfair. That's just like I don't like when people say Nicki Minaj is better than Lil' Kim because she sold more. Do you know how easy it is to sell records in this climate?
1: Lil'
0: yeah, Kim has – Think about what Lil' Kim had to go up against. Holes, Nas, Biggie, uh, Styles P, uh, Jada kit, uh, pretty much the whole lot. Like, she had to go up against the biggest and the best in the game, Method Man. You know what I'm saying? So it was like Lil' Kim at that time, she couldn't put out a song and have people, you know, click on it once or twice, and that count is, like, streams and down. Like, she didn't have the technology that Lil' Kim and them have. And I'm not saying Lil' Kim is, like, trash or anything, but it's like you can't really compare that because the times were different. The
2: times were different.
0: Because I'm sure if Biggie had technology back then, his numbers would have been insane. Pop's numbers would have been insane. You had the whole East Coast riding with Biggie, the whole West Coast riding with Pac. You know how much money that is? So to me, I don't, yeah. I don't like to add that. I, I really don't like to add that because it's not fair. Now, if you're adding two of the same people from the same time, then that's fine. We can go catalog for catalog. But I feel like if you're adding two different times, like, like I can't say MC Light versus Nicki Minaj. All right, let's, let's compare numbers what? <laughs> well, the numbers are definitely going to tip towards Nicki Minaj. So that's yeah, why I don't no. like to bring that in. But if you want to do like Nicki Minaj versus Cardi B in like a year from now, maybe, you know, that might be something you could do. Cause I do truly believe that Nicki Minaj goes through the same issue I have with Drake to so where it's like, I can rap, but why rap when I can just sing on a track and make, Millions from downloads and, and ads. So that 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 to me is why those two always bother me. But let me see if Gerald has calmed down his ba- background noise to see if he wants to chime in. <laughs> Gerald, you good? Yeah, I'm good. All right, no background noise. Everyone, everything, everything's nah. good. All right, everything's cool. Everything's good, so bro. So I I know you've been listening. So so chime in. Go ahead.
3: Oh uh... So you want me to give you my my favorite uh, female MC? Yeah, I want you to give me your favorite, and then if you
0: had anything to say about what, what me and Stephen were just talking about, definitely you can you can
3: bring that up. <laughs> um, well, to go about what you said about uh, Missy Elliott, like I mean, she was popping in the '90s, though. Like, come on, dude. Like, first of all. Her, one of her albums. Hold on, let me see. Like, cause I I was like doing my research on the, on my famous uh, MC. And you ever heard of Missy Elliott's? Uh, I think one of her first albums that she dropped in '97. That was featuring a lot of Busterant's uh Super Duper Fly. Like. Yeah, but the, the reason Bo-
0: I didn't I didn't the reason I didn't count that album because it was '97. It was heading into the 2000s. Lil Kim was. Like, the the beginning of the 90s, in the mid-90s, when it was ruled by, like, Pac, Biggie, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, her, the the level of of what she had to do was different, and it kind of helped then shed a light on females that were out here rapping. You know, like, actually just rapping. Not singing, not doing poetry, just rapping. So, it kind of made it different. And plus... Missy Elliott cornered the the market on, like, she was very unique in how she went about everything. Choreography, design, uh, you know, videos, stuff like that. Stuff that other MCs that were females weren't really even remotely thinking about. But I I do get what you're trying to say.
3: All right, well, my my favorite MC got to go hands down to the queen, Queen Latifah, for the simple fact that she was rocking she was rocking the 80s, 90s and the 2000s. So she had like three different decades of doing, you know, what she, you know, she does. And on top of that, she I think she was the first female MC to get her own show which she starred in for five sing- uh five seasons, which was Living Single. Also, she had a recurring role on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Then after that, after, you know, I think Fox canceled her show after the fifth season, she went on to become, like, a, a big movie star with, like, movies back to back to back. So, I mean, she, to me, like, she was the definition of she didn't have to do what, you know, little Kem and Nikki had to do. Like, she didn't have to, like, basically drop her pants and stuff. Like, not to say that they slept to the top, but. She didn't have to take half-naked pictures to sell albums and stuff like that. She was a raw MC. She went up with the likes of – she did go up against Biggie and Tupac and, you know, Hove with some of her albums. And then even the 80s albums, she went up with, you know, Ice Cube, uh, KRS-One, Common. So she she got – even Nas, like, you know, Jay-Z when he started off in the 90s. So she went up against real raw hip-hop. And she thrived, and still to this day, she paved the road for Cardi B. And the thing that makes me angry about Cardi B is, I wouldn't consider her MC for the simple fact she got a ghostwriter. Like her ghostwriter gave her some of the most basic lyrics, and yet her album went platinum within what, 24 hours of dropping. So on, I mean, uh, I
1: believe. Um, he, you started you
0: started your introduction on this show by saying you support kanye West and you're praying for him right yeah kanye West definitely had rights okay
1: before we before we get a little further into that real quick uh Gerald, about um about cardi b um Damn it! Oh,
3: damn it, guys! Come on, man! You threw me off. I had it. I had it. I had it. Oh, I'll get back to it. Right. Right. Let, let me just
1: finish.
3: Let me just finish my thought, and then you guys can just give me everything you guys got. Reason why I understand Kanye had writers. I do, but Kanye writers—they didn't write his whole his whole album. Kanye wrote songs here and there, and then some of his writers came with him, and some other you know hip hop artists came with him. You know, to him with songs. The thing with Cardi B is her whole ghostwriter wrote the whole album. So, I mean, but the thing is. That was a fact? The is Nicki that a fact, tri- though? I don't think that's a fact.
0: I don't think that's a fact. That's what I'm okay. saying. I, you, you, gotta gotta you gotta go to her mixtapes, bro. You gotta go to her mixtapes. Like, she was rapping I on I believe her mixtapes.
3: Listen to the interview from when uh, Frontmaster Flex dropped. I think he posted it on his Facebook. Just listen to that. So like uh what I was saying um like well, what what did she say to cardi- really? so, me? um it's i got to look it up cuz I, I just recently reposted it on uh facebook but um huh. the thing with cardi b and and first is nikki nikki really doesn't have to prove anything for the simple fact she's comfortable right now when when she first started dropping her mixtapes and she got signed and went like you know i i say mainstream and commercial that's when she had to go hard. But now that the fact that I believe every person has their replacement, like uh, Eddie Murphy replacement was Cat Williams and, you know, Cat Williams uh, replacement was Kevin Hart. And Kevin Hart is still going strong. So, I mean, eventually Kevin Hart's replacement is going to start coming up. So Cardi B right now, the reason why she's driving and pushing out these hits and, you know, she's not going on tour due to her pregnancy, but, She's to me, she's like Nicki Minaj's replacement. Eventually, Nicki Minaj, even though she's still gonna be making hits, she's not gonna be at like basically that glimmer of like sunshine, like the way people used to see her back in the day. It's gonna be it's, it's Cardi B's fifteen minutes, if you can get what I'm saying. But to go back to you know my MC, like Queen Latifah did everything. Queen Latifah was the first female artist to get her own TV show. Like I said. Uh, she had recurring roles on uh, TV shows. You know, she dropped 11 albums. She even got a, a a Best of Queen Latifah album, which did great. And, you know, she's still going strong. And even to this day, she got movies dropping and got her own talk show host. I think she's going up against Steve Harvey. So a hand, to me, this is just my opinion. Hands down, Queen Latifah will go down to history as one of the greatest female MCs to actually do it all, like from rapping, acting, and she even, I think she even got a couple of um, singing albums out. And she's also um, starring in uh, Empire. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this TV show Empire, but she's starring in an uh, Empire spinoff called Star. So she's doing it all. So I don't think the future can honestly top what she's doing. Like, I don't think you know, even though Nicki Minaj has been in a movie here and there, but I don't think Nicki Minaj and Cardi B can hold a candle to what uh, Queen Latifah has laid down. So, But you guys can go ahead, give you guys thoughts on everything I just said. I'm ready for it. Oh,
1: no, no, you, to, you I go to ahead. To it, man. It. I, don't, I don't take – no, I, I couldn't get back to what I was going to get with on that. But, uh, you know – uh I don't uh, dispute your um, your choice there. But also, while we in this topic, and before we go to the next one, let's give a shout-out to Rap City because I don't think she's appreciated or mentioned that much, and uh, she's also a very I good part with
0: I agree with you. Um,
1: so, shout-out to Rap I City. To... If you're Come hearing on. this, holla at your boy.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Shout-out to Rap City out here doing her thing. Um, but, Gerald, I, I think you have to you have to lighten up on the idea of, of someone creating um, or, or helping with an album. Because uh, I promise you, there are only, and, and, and this is legit, there are only a handful of great MCs that actually wrote all of their own hits. Not all of their own songs, because some songs are trash. So it doesn't matter if you had a ghostwriter or not. They're hits. Um, a lot of people forget. Safari was was responsible for a majority of Nicki Minaj's early hits. Um, He was her writer. Uh, So to me, I don't, as long as you're not saying you're the best uh, MC, I I don't really care if you have a ghostwriter. A lot of people's biggest issue with Drake was he kept saying, uh, you know, and I'm not too, but I got one. Like he kept trying to make himself sound like he was the best in the game at rapping. But you don't rap. And then it comes out you don't even write the raps that you do them. So it was, you know, you can't call yourself the best if you have a writer. But if you're trying to say I'm the hottest out right now, sure, yeah, of course. So to me, I won't I I don't have any knock for, for Cardi B mainly because I don't know where they're saying she uh, you know, the, the writer wrote everything because I listened to some of Cardi B's old mixtapes and she had fire on there. Like she was rapping on there. Um I don't know about that. I do know maybe they helped her to to groom her into a single. Cause I doubt Cardi B knows how to make a single without proper guidance. I mean, she had been rapping for years, um, so I don't doubt that. Um, but I don't I don't hold that against people, especially in a day and age where we're trying to get people to rap more because they don't rap anymore. Um, so I, that to me, I don't I don't really hold much uh, to people like that. Um, Chris, did you have anything you wanted to add on the idea of ghost writers or did you, have you heard what, what Gerald's talking about? Did you hear that Funkmaster Flex?
3: Uh, I guess what was the interview, Gerald? No, he went on, um, he went on like, I think Facebook live and was just, I think he was just throwing shade. It looked like shade at Cardi B and he was basically saying like, you know, he's basically saying that she's like, you know, she's, you know, Nicki Minaj shouldn't even have to worry. Nicki Minaj is comfortable. You know, Cardi B got people writing. You know, all her songs and stuff like that. I got. A, I reposted the video, but if I find the video, I'll put it in the chat so everybody can watch it. I'm actually looking for that right now as we speak. All right,
0: cool. Um, Chris, did you have anything you wanted to add?
3: Uh, no, nah,
2: I mean the fact with, you know, like you know, like, like female MCs, you know, like, especially the the ones that are out today. I mean, honestly, to be honest with you, they don't really like catch, you know, they don't really, they don't really like, I don't really get it much attention. Like I don't really look like I, like I heard Cardi B, uh, Cardi B's album. Uh, you know, it, it's, you know what I mean? It's just not, it's not what it used to, you know, it's not what it's like, what it used to be. You know, I'm looking for bars. I'm looking for something that, you know, Kind of tells a story. I mean, she did have like that that song "Be Careful" and a couple other tracks on there, but it just didn't really like. Fully, like I man. couldn't. Yeah, I, yeah, couldn't I like really, "Be Careful." Like, yeah, I liked it. And the thing is, but the thing is, I can't really listen to the whole album all the way through. Like, I I I had I had some 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 skip tendencies. I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? Like, but I mean, with, with everything on day, with like Ghost Riders and stuff. I mean. I don't think there's somebody out there that doesn't have a ghostwriter, and if they don't have a ghostwriter, they they bite in somebody else's lyrics. You know, hey what I mean? man,
1: I know a few people. I know a few people no ghostwriters. Uh, by the way, <laughs> uh, that that song, uh, "Be Careful." It really, I was thinking about it. You know what that song really reminds me of? It's kind of weird. It reminds me of uh, Cole's "Lost Ones." Like if the female version was able to back her part you could see Cardi B being that person saying her part. Imagine Cardi B in Lost Ones and, like, she will rap like the female part with her own perspective.
3: That would have been
1: pretty dope. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, I, I'm, I'm, de- de- I'm definitely going to feel the Lost that. Ones, I don't know if a lot of you guys remember that song, Lost Ones and Cole he's, yeah. he's going between the sides of the guy and the girl. Just imagine Cardi B, because that song reminded me a lot of Lost Ones. I don't know why. I think it's the way she was rapping it. It seemed very, like, uh, very like, like if she was just in front of me talking to you, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely with you on that. Um, I, I will say, Chris, the album is, is pretty dope. I, res, I respect it, it, it if it's definitely not for you. um, I'd rather you say it's not for you than to say it was trash. Uh, So I respect that because uh, a lot of yeah. people,
1: they're,
0: they're quick to say it's trash, but just say it's not for you. It, it's not for you because to me,
1: yeah. I thought it was a good album. I thought it was a good debut album for her. Um oh, man, I definitely let felt the like, man say it's trash. All right, we're here you too, think it's trash? to open up. Uh, no, I said let the man say it's trash. You know what I mean? We, we oh. can't neglect people's opinions yeah. here. You know what I mean? I get, yeah, I get your really idea, pretty. but if he says it's trash, say it's trash. I like the album. I thought it was pretty dope. But, uh, yeah, do you, you do think, you think it trash? was trash,
2: Chris? No, nah, I mean, I didn't think it was trash. It's just, it's just like it didn't, it just didn't like, Draw it's not something like yo bro like I'm gonna put a couple songs in like my playlist like or like in my listen rotation, you know what I mean, like something I will listen to like maybe like twice a week or something like that, like a like couple like you know what I mean like it's it's yeah. like it's not something like I will put in my music rotation, like yeah, I listened to it, you know, it didn't catch my attention, I'm not saying it's trash, you know what I mean, it's just for me, didn't draw me in like. There's, there's she was playing bars on there. Don't get me wrong, like she was, she she did her thing, but it's not something I would listen to on a day to day basis, you know. Yeah, all right.
0: I, I I feel you on that. I feel you on that. There's a couple albums that would surprise you guys that I could never listen to, uh, beginning to end. Um, but all right, so let's let's move on to our next topic. Uh, Meek Mill I'm was going
1: released to
0: the next from one. J- Absolutely, Meek Mill was released from jail. Uh, my question to you guys, and I'll start with Gerald, um, Meek Mill before going into jail, it kind of been on a, a, like a continuous losing streak, uh, from him falling down the stairs to me seeing a video (laughs) of Drake at a concert performing, um, what was the name of that diss track, uh. Back to oh back. man, I completely forgot. Back to back. back, to back, back. Uh, but it wasn't him performing that I thought was uh, why Meek Mill took an L from that. It was he had a deaf interpreter going ham, uh, reenacting that song for the deaf audience. And it's like, dang, man, you got deaf people out here <laughs> saying, uh, I didn't know that. Crazy. is that a world tour or your girls' tour? Like, when it comes to that point, it's just like, dang, man. Drake really got you. Uh, Then when I thought it was done for Meek Mill, he can kind of rebuild. In comes the game with pest control. And then I was like, dang, all right, well, he can rebuild from that. Boom, he breaks up with Nicki Minaj. And then not long after that, he was in jail. So it was just like, dang, man, Meek Mill just needs, like, some good luck at some point. But, Gerald, I'm going to start with you. Um, With him being released from jail, uh, will we ever – see him rise back up the ladder being one of the best MCs in the game or best
3: rappers in the game. I'll say that. Let me not say MC. The problem is with Meek, he has to play a lot of catch-up. Like, he does. It it was at the point, I think he was beefing with everybody at one point. And, like, I think even Rick Ross kind of, like, distanced himself from him. Like, Meek Meek Mill's been gone so long, Rick Ross lost a whole person and a half. So Yeah. I mean it's it's just coming to the point where right now Meek Mill is the the DC universe right now. No matter how hard they dish out movies, they still can't catch up to Marvel. So Meek nope. Mill gotta get on his yeah. grind because he just he just put out an interview saying like he has people depending on him and you know he can't go back to jail. He got you know, gotta get on his hustle. Meek Mill lyrically, dope. Mick Mill got, he got fired. So now he got to get into the studio and he got to, I'm not saying he got a Russian album, but he got to, you know, he got to get out there and, and get that grind going because then he's just going to be one of those two hit wonders. And then people going to forget about him because. Whoa, to this day, whoa. Two hits?
1: Yeah, it's, Jesus,
3: it's just man. a figure of speech. And I'm not oh, saying okay. he only has two hits. <laughs>
1: Well, the reason why I'm saying you, man, what?
3: What? Like, no. Listen, I'm just saying, like, you know, if he doesn't get back, you know, back into the the, the studio, he doesn't start pumping out music. He doesn't start bringing back music again because he's, he's one of my favorite MCs. Like, I still bump House Party to this day. Like, that's definitely one of those songs where it, it's a party starter and it's a party ender. So when I say party ender, I mean... Like, when you know the club about to shut down, you got to get the crowd hyped up one more time. You play house party again. So, I mean, it, he, you know, he has to just get back into the studio and, and be the best me he can be. He can't focus on what happened in the past. He got to just keep progressing forward because that's the only way, he you know, he could get back in his seat. He, he definitely got to catch up to Drake because Drake's been winning since he's been catching those L's and Drake's just been sitting back like just watching him fall. So I mean he he gotta get back in the studio. That's the only thing I can say about that.
0: I'll I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this before I pass it to to Steven. You said he has to play catch up. Who do you think is his actual competition?
3: Um as of right now how many albums Mick Mill got out? What he got like four albums out no 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 out no, right no, now? no 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 no
0: don't compare it like that. Who in the rap game right now, like rapper wise? Right. Don't don't worry about body of work. Rapper wise. Do you think it's his competition? Both male
3: both are we talking about both male and female? Just male. Just male. Just male. I think his only competition right now it's definitely the trifecta right now, Drake, J. Cole and Kendrick. See,
0: I I, his... I see what you're saying, but I don't I don't put Cole and Kendrick in that conversation, because those guys will do an album, like, maybe every two years, or every few years, so they're just, like, they're on a different status, and he'll never catch up to Drake. I personally think Meek Mill, there is, like, no actual competition, like, there's no one that, if Meek Mill put out a single, and they put out a single right back, like, as long as Meek's single was high, like, he doesn't have to worry about, like, it falling off the charts, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think He's out here. Like, people forgot about him. Let's not forget, we had all of Philly. We had the Eagles. We had the Sixers. Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was fit? Like, nah, people know Meek Mill has fire. I think he's good. I don't think he has any true competition. I think if he dropped uh, a track right now, he'd be good. You know what I'm saying? So, when I asked you who do you think his competition was, I asked you that thinking that you were going to say the big three. But they don't count. Drake's on a whole nother level. Um, and Kendrick and Cole, they don't do albums regularly. You know what I'm saying? Like not only that, but they
1: don't. The subject matter is different with them. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Uh, Meek so they're not feet actual.
0: Feet. Right. So they're not actual competition. Uh, the guys that are up and coming, like a T. Grizzly and stuff like that, that would be viewed as as competition. They're nowhere near where Meek is. So like he doesn't really have to worry about anything. So. But the point I was trying to make by asking you that, Gerald, was if Meek Mill dropped an album, not an album, but, like, let's say a small little EP or something, by the end of this year, I think he'll be fine. As long as he's home, he has all that legal trouble uh, sorted out. People, like, he has enough hits that people still remember. Like, all right, you do got to watch out for Meek Mill. Like, he, he, he's out here, man. Like, he could drop something tomorrow, and, and, and he'd be right back. Um, but, Stephen, I'll pose the question to you. Uh, with him being released from jail, uh will we see him rise back to the status he was at uh pretty much before he went in
1: okay uh I will take my approach a little differently um unlike Gerald. I respect your you know your thought on the matter, but I also don't believe he's got a long way to climb up to be honest with you if anything he's got a lot of momentum behind him right now uh being that this whole you know thing became like a nationwide thing with him in jail, it uh, puts a lot of light into a lot of minorities who don't have the celebrity status that he does that are going through the same thing. And I believe this will hype up his next project even more. You get what I'm saying? So even when he comes with that, and I think he's going to come strong because he never really put out a bad album or like a, a weak album, you know. What I The less I like, I like more introspective Meek Mills instead of like the super hype club Meek Mills. And I think in his last project, he gave a lot of introspective. You know, he did a, a sample. He sampled the JV song. I forgot what it was in the last album. I think uh, Black America or something like that or Black Boy America or something like that. Yo, the dude is smart, man, and he can spit his ass off. So, uh... With that being said, I don't believe he's got a long way to climb up. I think he's got a lot of momentum behind him, and I think he's got a lot of people on his side. Even Drake kind of said something about free Meek Mills along the lines on the that song with, um, uh, they remixed Jay-Z's uh shoot. They remixed a song from Jay-Z and 44-4. It was Drake and Lil Wayne, and he even shouted yeah, out, you it. know what I mean? Like, You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and... Yeah, and I feel like he's got a lot of support behind him right now. He's got a lot of momentum. I feel like people are really eager to find out where where his next project is going to go and what he's got to say. Um, so with that being said, um, yeah, that's where I leave that right there. I I just leave it in, in the sense that I, I don't believe he's got a long way to climb up. Um, no, I think I completely he, agree. I, with I you. think to be honest with you, keep it real with you. It sounds weird, but I believe him going to jail changed his image a lot is a lot different now It's not Meek knows since he had taken L's it's more like you know this brother is back you know what I'm saying let's see what you got to say people are they're, they're waiting to like to see what he's got next uh, I think his image that Meek taking L's that image is is lost right now and it, it's been gone and I don't think it's going to come back to me uh, to keep it real with you um as far as who is he competing with, I don't know, man. It's tough. Uh, Meek Mills, I see Meek Mills as someone who competes with people in the likes of, like, French Montana and, and those kind of characters. And to keep it real with you, I consider him way better than French Montana and and those type of characters. You know what I mean? I, I like conscious rap, so that's why I stick with in my lane more, more often than not. But um, I think he's a very talented dude, man. I think he can rap his ass off. He can... Do a club banger. He can be introspective, and uh, I think he's he's got he's got a good road ahead of him right now, man. I think he's gonna be all right.
0: That's, yeah, no, I, I'm that with you. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say um, you, you'll say there's a you, you were saying there was a lot of hype. I'll say there's a lot of pressure um, because whenever he drops that single, it has to be fire. Like he he's not in a position to where um, if he wants to keep this this cloud that he got from, removed from over his head, you can't drop something whack. Like, you just, you cannot. So, if that means like you're going to you wait.
1: Said, you say he's got to drop a single, but I mean, what makes you think he he, he would even want to go on that route? You know what I mean? It's like such a mystery no, right I mean, now where where he's at with his head. He might go in a completely different route. He might go on a on the Kendrick and Cole type of route, to be honest with you. Not fully, but not that, that he's not going to play any bangers, but in the sense that, you know what I mean, he just feels he he might have a lot to say right now. I, I feel like it became bigger than, than Meek Mills for him, you know what I'm saying, for himself. I think he, he feels like now he's got, you know what I'm saying, like he's got like a whole thing to pretty much address now, you know what I'm saying?
0: Well, that's what I was about to say. Um, if it takes you a year to drop something, then that, that's what you do. You just don't rush it. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying whenever you drop something, it has to be hot. You don't have to drop something t- tomorrow or in the next few months. You can wait a year. You know, you've got a lot of stuff you need to get sorted out with, with family and everything, your people. So if you need a year, take a year. But I'm saying whatever it is that you drop something, it has to be fire. You do not have the luxury with all these people that's behind you. Kevin Hart hugging Well, you, when you, hot, hugging,
1: are you are you meaning like like a club banger type of hot? Or are you just like, no, regardless of no, 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 what no. type it of song just, it is?
0: It, it, regardless of what type of song. Like, he could come out with an introspective song. It just can't be whack. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he can come yeah. out with a deep song, whatever. It just can't be whack. He doesn't have to come out with a club banger. I never push for people who haven't dropped music in a long time to come out with a club banger. Unless that's the only kind of music they do. But um, yeah. we know that's not the case with McMill. Uh, so I would never say that. Whatever kind of music you you plan on dropping, it has to be hot. Or it won't take much. I really think it won't take much for people to go back.
1: Yeah, I think he's gonna so be alright. To be honest with you.
0: No, I'm with you. I have I have no doubt in my mind that when he's ready to make music, it'll be worth it'll be worthwhile. I'm just saying because we have to say it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it can't be trash. Yes. <laughs> when he does decide to do music, it can't be trash. That has to be something that, that has to be said. Um, I mean, I told you guys this, and if I didn't, I thought I did. Um, when Cole announced that he was coming out with a new album, before I heard any, any snippets or anything like that, I wasn't a huge fan of his last album. So the first thing I said was, I better like this, this new album, because I didn't like that last one. So this yeah. new one better be fire." You know what I'm saying? And that was from somebody who who just released music last year. So, um, you know, that's that's a mindset I always have to so where it's like in the music industry, just like Drake, Drake dropped so much music because Drake started to feel the heat of, of chance. Chance they were grooming chance to be the new Drake. Think about it. The whole the whole persona, the really nice guy that has the positive music, that, that connects with 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 the ladies and, and, and what he says on social media, or says in interviews. He's just so lovable. You know what I'm saying? They were grooming him to do that. Even, with, even something as small as Apple co-signing chance. You know what I'm saying? They were grooming, because we all know Drake has a deal with Apple. That's why it's Apple excuse, exclusive. He has his OVO radio channel on Apple and everything. Um, they were grooming Chance for that. So Drake knew, like, all right, I got to not necessarily pump music, but I got to remind people, there is nobody that can that can take me out, you know? And Chance's biggest issue was, after the hype of the coloring book and when he got a Grammy, he put no more music out. <laughs> it was yeah. like, all right, dog, you, you do know that. To be honest that, with you, I don't
1: know if it was just me, but I never really got the whole thing with Chance. I, like, his music never really connected to me that much. No,
0: I I I never listened to Chance before the Coloring Book. Uh, I won't lie, I never listened to Chance before the Coloring Book. Only time I ever heard of Chance was one when Drake dissed him on Draft Day, and when yeah, Gambino him had day? him. Yeah, he said, um, uh, and if I left it up to Chance, and I would have picked a name like Chance the Rapper. No disrespect, cause I don't know the nigga. Like he he wasn't dissing him like like hard dissing him, but he was dismissing him like. I don't know him. Like, who is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, Because yeah. at that time, that was when Acid Rap came out, and people were like, yo, another light-skinned dude who can sing, kind of, and rap. Like, th- could this guy be someone who's coming for, for for Drake? And then it never manifested into anything. But Drake wanted to let people know, like, nah, he's beneath me. I don't even know who that is. Um, but, by the way, speaking of Draft Day, Gerald, you said you wanted to hear Drake rap. Listen to Draft Day. That is definitely one of his best uh, songs where he's delivering bars. Uh, I love Draft Day. Um I'll, I'll check Meek, it out. Definitely check it out. But to bring it back to Meek, I'm with you, Steven. I know he's going to produce that fire. Um, but, Chris, what, what are your thoughts on Meek Mill? No, do you agree, like, he, he can't come out when he decides to drop music and it be trash? Uh, and are you confident in whenever he drops music that it'll
2: be good? I mean, I have, I'm, I'm, I have full confidence, man. Man, Leek Mill has the whole city, the whole city of Philly behind him. Like, I'm just waiting, and I might, I might be wrong, but I guarantee the next couple months that you know he's gonna drop like a single or something. Because I know while he was in the pen, he was probably writing. You know what I mean? He's like, putting some, putting some stuff together. So like. Like soon as he gets things like situated, things straightened out. He's going to drop something fire. You know he has to. He has to. You know, I mean, and then also like, like I don't know. Like Meek Mill doesn't really have like competition. Like it's just he's he's kind of like like you know with I'll, I'll agree with Steve said like for French and uh, you know kind of what more of those like it's like it's like hood rappers, not really hood rappers like kind of like G uh G Herbo but not like G Herbo like it's it's kind of different you know Meek Meek like Meek has his own style his own sound you know from you know from from what I'm looking at you know me listening to his music you know he's the type of guy that can really talk about like you know like struggling in the streets and stuff and then get you amped, amped up off some like some, some crazy drug song or dope song or whatever you know what I mean so I mean, I'm just I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for Meek's comeback. I'm, I just I'm just want to wait and see what he does. You know what I mean? Like we can't really like I, I can't like we can't really like fully pass judgment. But you know, I just think he's going to come out with some fire, and he's just gonna. I mean, he's going to try to insert himself like back on the top. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I'm with you on that, man. And like I said, I have complete confidence, and I'd even say if Meek has been writing the entire time he's been in, uh, been in in jail, I would say if he's smart, uh, I wouldn't let July come and go without dropping something. Because I, I know he has something for the summer. So if I'm Absolutely. him, de- depending on, on, on where he's at, like I said, if he's focusing on, on home and family and he wants to kind of just get away from music for a little bit and just focus on that, cool. But if you've been writing that whole time, hey, you better drop some fire before the summer's over because, you got everything coming in May and June. Come out with something in July. Come out with something in July that can carry on through through September a little bit. That'd be dope. I'd even like to see Meek Mill perform at the BET Awards, depending on like his whole legal situation. I don't know if they're gonna try to do some super junk like house arrest or whatever the freak. I don't know. He says to go to court. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I would love to see that. And like I said, people are rallying behind him. I mean, I, I saw people rapping Now, Hold On, Wait A Minute that I know never heard Meek Mill. and I was like, yo, how do you even know that song? Only because that's all everybody's been rapping. All right, you ain't even a Meek Mill fan. Um, but, yeah, man, he's definitely hot right now, and if he's smart, he'd capitalize on it. Um, you know, because that, that's just what you should be wanting to do. Um, let me see what else we got here. All right, so all right, it's 11 now. We got 25 minutes, so I'm going to skip that good music one, and we're going to go to this Cole and Kendrick one,
1: Um,
0: and we'll try to end on that good music one. Uh, All right, so we've been talking a lot about Cole, Kendrick, who's better, who do we kind of like, you know, who do we reason with more, like which side do we lean on more. Um, So I thought I'd bring in the topic, who has made better albums? Do not count the mixtapes. Go straight from Kendrick's first studio album versus J. Cole's first studio album all the way to today. Uh, If you guys need me to read off the list of each person's albums, just let me know. I'll I'll Google it real quick and give you the names. Uh, That's not a problem. But I'm going to start with you, Chris. Who has made better albums? You can can break down this however you want, whether you want to break it down from lyrical content, how it made you feel uh you know uh hit whatever you want to do um uh-huh. I- i'm not going to ha- i'm not going to handicap us in this in this conversation <laughs> i'm going to open it up a bit um uh-huh. because this is a very difficult <laughs> topic to break down so chris who has made better albums cole or kendrick
2: this is like this is super super hard man this is like super hard um, to be honest
1: That's with you
3: Oh. <laughs> that is
2: <what> <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> but the thing is, like, oh man, because the thing is that every time I think of J. Cole, I think of mixtapes, you know what I mean, like his mixtapes was just so fire to me, and then like it it kind of carried over into his album, you know what I mean and, and it kind of like it kind of like slowed down a little bit for a certain period of time, and then he picked it back up with his last album. Um, but to be honest with you, um, I think Kendrick, made, like he, I guess he makes the better albums, you know what I mean? It's just so, I mean, Kendrick's so different. Like, bro, like he really just, he put an album together for a movie, and that album was fire. Like, I never, I never listened to a movie like, I never listened to, like, a movie soundtrack before, and the whole thing was, like, fire. And, like, you can play this song, like, you can play this song, like, driving down the street or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, that was just so fire, and it's just the way how he put it together. I mean, like, for me, like, right now, like, if you're going to put in, like, like who, who makes better albums and stuff like that, I would say Kendrick Lamar right now is winning. You know what I mean? So... I, that's what I think. I, mean, I think Kendrick is winning. I mean, it's just, it's just so hard, man. It's just, I can't, I can't really like it's like, if you're going to just pick one, I'm just going to have to go with Kendrick.
0: All right. I mean, like I said, there's there's no wrong answers.
2: <laughs> They're two
0: of the greatest of their times. There's no wrong answers. Um, it's just a fun conversation to have because it's subjective. Like what albums, I uh, spoke to you more than the others. Um, Steven, I'll go to you. Cole, Kendrick, who are you taking?
1: All right, man. Um, Shit. It's tough, man. It's an ugly-ass conversation. Um, <laughs> it's like a Conor it's,
2: it's McGregor you, and fight.
1: <laughs> like, I like <laughs> both of them, man. I like both of them. I, don't, I, I Both of them get me just as excited. Uh, No Homo, when they both about to drop something, like I'm just as hyped. I get very focused. I don't want to talk to nobody. And as soon as the album drops, I am there with either a drink or something by my side. And I got my headphones on. Like that's literally how I treat either of their albums. I don't think there's another artist I really treat like that, to be honest with you. Um, With that being said, it's weird. I guess I, I can give Kendrick the edge and cataloged in a sense on on the impact his albums have done, but as far as who has more albums that I'd rather listen to, I I, I give it to Cole. I really give it to Cole. Um, I think you know I think people have a lot of short time memory. You know what I mean? And even though a lot of people didn't like Four Years Only, even though I did like it, um they forget that Four sales Drive was right before that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the album right before Four Yikes Only. So it's just sad how people have a short-time memory, and they're like, oh, he fell off. You know, and then you hear people, call Who, and this and that. Everybody want to, you know, bash his name. It's like, yo, you guys not long ago was talking about Four Yikes Only and talking about, you know what I'm saying, uh, real nigga know that. but You know what I mean? Come on, man. Uh, Four Yikes Only holds dear to me. It definitely came out around a really uh, awesome time in my life where, like, it really stuck to me. Um, I like this KOD album. Kendrick, he got Damn, which is just an amazing album. I really do think Damn is one of his best ones. Um, he's got, uh, obviously, good Kidman City. But then again, who's got more albums that I would rather listen to? I really believe it will be cool. Because if you think about the albums, at least for me personally, I would say that from Kendrick, the albums that I would got no problem going just straight through is Great King, Mad City, and Damn. But Cole got a few albums that I will listen to straight through. You know what I'm saying? So, right. So that's how I look at it. It's, it's a very conflicting uh, argument for me. Um, um, but I would say in terms of catalog and impact, uh, I will give it to Kendrick. So you're giving it I got more I got more personally I got more co albums that I would rather listen to through than than Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? Like as so- much as Two Pippa Butterfly was monumental, it's it's still an album that you really gotta be super in the mood to just go right through. You know what I mean, without skipping a song. Um though what was his first project? Which is it wasn't a major label but his first uh his first album, what was the name of his um
0: it was good. Kid with Mad like City. It was like a
1: picture of like, the dresser with like all the stuff on it.
0: No, 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 no. no that, that was man. that was a mixtape. That
1: was a mixtape. Good Kid, Mad City Are was his sure first was studio album. I, I, I think I'm about to I think i about to blow your mind, guys. I think that's an album. I don't think it was a major no, label think... album, but that was that was his first album.
0: No, you you Look have to right you kind of have to go. You kind of have to go major uh, major label album. Like his first studio album was uh, Good Kid, Mad City. And what was crazy was it, it took a year for it to pop. Um, a lot of people said, it took a year. Like People like, yo, this album just came out. No, it's been out for a year, man. Like <laughs> We're just now yeah, making it, really it mainstream good, um, with, with Don't so Kill if, My if, Vibe and stuff if like that. If we're that. starting
1: from Good Kid Mad City, um, which, like I said, I don't believe we should, even though like his first album wasn't a major label, but it still was his first album. It wasn't a it But if we are starting from Good Kid Mad City then then I will kind of lean on, on, on Cole's side. If we are starting a Good Kid, Mad City about who's got a better catalog, we're talking about Damn and Good Kid, Mad City, at least for me. I guess we're just talking personally. But I would have more right. Cole album to to want to go back and keep listening to rather than, uh, than Kendrick. But then uh, it's so tough, man, because then the last project, Kendrick got Damn, Cole got kod I still don't know if K.O.D. surpasses Dan to me. Dan was, I Dan was an amazing album, man. I think people really don't understand how good that album is. Um yeah. So I don't know.
0: So, don't know. so you're going? Are you? So you're going with Cole? I don't even know
1: where I'm going. Can I split it in half? <laughs> <laughs> Can I split it in half? All right. What, what, what's the What's the question? Who 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 has Who
0: has made better albums?
1: I guess I would I would have to I would have to I don't want to but I would have to go with Kendrick I would have to go to Kendrick okay. it's unfortunate right. because like I said I got more Cole albums that I, I would rather listen to but
0: listen man in terms listen of, to your heart then what what is your heart telling you is your heart telling you Cole or Kendrick because uh, you're not man, speaking do
1: that, you're not man. speaking
0: for the you're not speaking for the world you're only speaking for yourself so if, if you I'm believe
1: speaking Cole has myself, made a better. If I'm album, speaking for myself, then I'ma go with then I'ma definitely go with Cole. If I'm speaking for myself. Alright. Only because you know, you got Good King City, you got Damn, and and you got Forrest Hills. I mean like how do you guys look at Forest Hill's Job? Forest Hill's Job was an amazing album, man. Oh so no, no, I, no, I, I love, love Forest Hills Job. That, that album was amazing. Like it was just crazy. I
0: mean he released he released that album without dropping a single. Like, there were no singles mm-hmm. on that album.
1: <laughs> like, it, really it felt was. like
0: there were, but there, there were no actual singles on that album whatsoever. Like, this KOD, uh, ATM, is that single for that, for that album. But Fork Hills Drive, there were songs that people used as singles, but there were no singles on that.
1: Yeah, um, but there, there wasn't no so singles I, on KOD either, though. You know what I'm saying? No, like, no, no. You, you, Outside you, of ATM,
0: you. ATM is definitely a, a single. Like that's single bass. Like he did that track for that to be a single. For his hill there oh, yeah, was yeah, nothing yeah, 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 that I he understand. was promoting. Right. There was nothing there was no songs he was promoting as a single. Like everything could have been a single from that song. I mean from that album, I'm sorry. Um you yeah, so, right, don't so, consider so, Wet
1: Dreams, uh no, not Wet Dreams on um shit, what's the song I'm thinking about? I'm like doing a hundred things album? at once. Well, wow, Forest Hills
0: Drive. Oh no, everything on Forest Hills Drive uh, could have been. What, what I'm saying is, it could have been viewed as a single, but there were no songs that he took and promoted as such. Like for for Kod, he had a video for ACM um, right around the Yeah, Miami yeah, I get what you're
1: drive. saying. Okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> so
0: he was pushing that as the single. Um, he did not do that for Forest Hills Drive. Forest Hills Drive was like, hey, guys, here's an album. And then from there, the radio took certain songs and used them as a single. But he was not promoting one particular song. Um, All right, so you're going Cole. All right, cool. Um, Gerald, Cole Kendrick?
3: Ah, Damn you, Juwan. Um, (laughs) Like, okay, like Steven, if I'm speaking for myself, I would have to go with Cole for the simple fact. I, I love his flow. It reminds me of Common, like Common and, and J. Cole kinda got that same calm flow. Like you can you can like rock out to it, you can just jam to it. It also makes you think. Not saying that Kendrick don't make you think, but Kendrick got a flow like Andre three thousand mixed with D M X. He got some songs that's nice and flowing. And then as soon as that song is over the next track he got you ready to go start a fight with somebody. So, I mean, like I said, if I'm speaking for myself, I got to go with J. Cole. All
0: right. I completely respect that. Like I said, guys, there are no wrong answers here. Um, I'm going to go with Kendrick. Uh, I've always felt like Kendrick was the better rapper. Um, what he's able to do with cadences uh, if you listen to his, uh, when he does features on uh, uh, Classic Man, uh, mask off, the cadences and just his delivery and how he's able to twist and bend and, like, form new ways to deliver his bars. That is just, like, insane. There's I've, I don't remember uh, in, like, the past 10, maybe 15 years, anyone who's been able to do what Kendrick can when he delivers bars. Um, I thought Good, Good Kid Mad City is a classic. I thought a Butterfly business was a cultural classic. That was for black people up and down, left and right. And then I thought he would never make something that would feel the same like that. And then he gives us the Black Panther album. And I'm like, yo, Kendrick, chill, man. Like, come on. You keep doing this. Relax, man. You, you can take a break. Um, and then he follows it with Damn. Black Panther Damn. was dope. I, well, he did Damn. And then he did the Black Panther album. I'm sorry. I don't mean to go out of order. Uh um, well, we, we can't put, depend- we can't
1: put the Black Panther album in the category though. I don't I don't think Why not? We, we could. Uh because even Why not? though he was because even though he was the the let's say the head of the the whole idea, mm-hmm. there's still a lot of artists. I think that that was a more group effort than just Kendrick. You get what I'm saying? Well, he produced <laughs> it. He was the
0: producer. He produced that album. He produced it and he was on I think every song except for maybe three. So I'd still make that mm-hmm. his album. That was his album.
1: Yeah, I, know. I think agree or disagree on I mean, that one. I don't I yeah, feel like that I was mean, more that was a more like a musical group. To be honest with you, I feel like that was a that was a top dog album. That's what I would consider it, a top dog entertainment album.
0: But you the thing saying? is there was only two all the cat there was only two people from top from Top Dog. Well, three, I'm sorry, if you want to count uh, the one song with J-Rock. It was SZA, J-Rock, Kendrick. That was it. Everything else was something like Vic Mensa or, or, or somebody else. So it wasn't even like a Top Dog album. The
2: weekend. Uh, yeah. album.
0: Yeah, he had one with The Weekend. But I, I do get what you're trying to say. And even if I take the Black Panther album out, Good Kid, Mad City, To Pimp a Butterfly, and Damn are three really good albums to go against yeah. anybody's body of work. Uh, to Pimper Butterfly, he even says, I took uh, trap music and uh, and pretty much the whole rock and roll sound and the whole jazz sound. Like, that album was beautiful. And how he ends it with having that conversation with Tupac. Like, just what he did with that album was genius. Genius. The sound yeah, that, that, shit, that he that was shit getting. Got me,
1: that. Uh, that shit was uh, pretty trippy when uh, Tupac came in.
0: Yeah, man, that was that was insane. That was insane. He was talking about a dream that he had where Tupac came and talked to him, and it was he was pretty much like interviewing him. Uh, that that album was deep. Damn, is a sleeper. Um, a lot of people don't give it enough credit. That was a sleeper. Uh, and Good Kid, M.A.D. City. Come on, Money Trees. Uh, I'm trying to think of everything else. That my mind's going like 80 miles per hour. He had so many hits on there, man. Um. Th- yeah, man. I-, I always thought Kendrick was uh, a better rapper than Cole, and where I really thought he proved that was when they did the um. Good, what was it? Good Friday or Black Black Friday? When they did the Black Friday freestyle. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Cole killed his. I mean, he murdered it. Kendrick just took it and just went into like like he just like he had a demon possess him for his freestyle. Like that was just bananas. And then at the end, where he kind of stops, and then you're like, oh, okay, he's done. And then he keeps going, and then he stops again, and he's like, all right, nah, that's it. Like, that was just bananas. Um, who so I'm going to go think, with Kendrick.
1: I, I, I got a question for you. Go ahead. Who do you, who do you yeah. think is more uh, accessible?
0: Kendrick. Kendrick. Because Cole, after Born Center, kind of shut himself off from mainstream. Like, he didn't want to be a no, part I'm, of anything. I'm not major. saying
1: accessible like that. I'm saying accessible. I mean, of course, you would pick Kendrick in, the, in, that, in, in those terms. I meant accessible in the sense of if you were to show someone who doesn't listen to hip-hop, either of those two artists, who would you pick?
0: See, that's a difficult question because if you break down uh, Cole's first three albums and Kendrick's first three albums, the, I won't say the feel is the same. But they're both deep rooted in like actual hip hop. So if you're trying to show someone who doesn't really listen to hip hop, those are both uh two artists you wouldn't start somebody off on. Like it's just it it's too much thought that goes into it. Like it's not an album you pop on and it's just something for you to dance to. Like nah. It it it's to get you thinking. So that that to me is a difficult question. Like, I'd rather I'd rather say like Wale or Drake, who would you try to get someone who's never listened to, to hip-hop to listen to? And it's like, all right, well, Wale does make music for you to think, but he definitely has bangers that you can just listen to and dance to and rock out to, same as Drake. Uh, no, I think Cole I and Kendrick.
1: About, I wasn't talking about, um, like, uh, like, club or pop and stuff. Now, let me try to explain it like this. Like, let's say an older hand, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say an older head. You know how older people are. Like it's hard for them to really get into hip hop, and, and they think it's ignorant or whatever this and that. So if you were to show an older head either of those two artists, me usually when I show an older head, uh, one of them I, I show Cold like songs like "Love Yours." I mean, like Jesus Christ, how? Oh, I, don't I care, see what you're saying. You get know what I'm saying? Like I don't care how old you yeah. are. You can't tell uh, me okay. you can't listen to that
0: song. So in that light, i go Kendrick, because if you're talking to an old head and you're trying to show them, hey, I know what music you're used to from back in your day, uh, what's the closest thing to something that the 90s or the 80s or, or or a little bit before that was giving you, where it was just lyrical content that was good for your mind? I feel like Kendrick's Good Kid, Mad City, and especially to Pimple Butterfly, is something you can get an old head to go, Oh, all right now, all right. So y- y'all got people in your time that that get it, and that's no shot at Cole. But Cole's first two albums were very mainstream centric. The Pimp a Butterfly wasn't meant to be mainstream. Uh, that was meant to to kind of shed a light on on what was going on with us. Um, and I think lyrically, what he gave in that album would make an old head go, okay, okay, I I see y'all, I I, I see y'all, y'all still got. That talent out here. And then right after I did that, I would say, all right, now you like that. Here's some coal for you. But I would definitely start off with Kendrick.
1: Definitely. I don't know, man. I don't know. Again, I'll have to disagree with you on that one. The reason I say it, but I also believe that we were having two different different thoughts on what we're looking at this. I look at it as Kendrick, even like for me when I first started listening to Kendrick, his whole voice and the way he went about rapping. I had to get over that. You know what I'm saying? His voice wasn't easily accessible. Cole has like a Tupac classic type of vibe to him. You know what I'm saying? And he doesn't doesn't give you a, a headache on crazy syllables and crazy word schemes that we can understand, but an older head, and that's what I meant by accessible. I think Cole has a more simplistic way about things, and it's more about listen to what I have to say rather than, Putting words around on some crazy things. That's what i meant, kind of.
0: I see. I break. I break Kendrick down deeper than that. I break Kendrick down to where it's like you want to because. And again, I'm only using the old head reference. Uh, I I understand what you're saying. You're trying to open it up to where it's not just old heads. It's anybody. If you're trying to, if you're trying to like introduce someone to hip hop of any age, which one would you go? Um, and again, that's just still really hard. <laughs> Um, choice to make to me, I feel like Kendrick, he he blends well. He bl- I always thought, and the the biggest knock on J Cole early was he made uh he made college he made college songs to where it was like if you had lived that dorm life if you had lived life like that like you totally get it, but if you didn't it was just like there was not much you could you could compare to, and a lot of people could say with Kendrick it was street talk. Like, if you didn't live that life, that, you know, that gang life or anything like that, you, you didn't really understand where Kendrick was coming from. But I felt as though once he, he went, uh, he made that first studio album, he went more into storytelling on a greater scheme. Uh, and Cole did that too. I'm not dissing Cole. Um, but I felt like Kendrick, just the delivery of it was just better. It was just better yeah. to me. Um, you know, th- that's how I view it. So that would be the first thing. I would uh I would want to show anyone of any age like listen, listen to the story, and how you can equate it to you, um and I felt as though Cole's in my opinion was just a little bit more difficult to be uh accessible, um because of just some of the stories that he was telling, uh but again that's just my opinion I, I totally get where you're coming from though it could go either way I mean yeah. if you want to show any generation those two. They either one should get someone like, All right, I I definitely want to know more about hip hop now. Um yes, but yeah
1: definitely.
0: man Yeah, man. This has been uh real quick, uh I won't even end it right there. Real quick I'll ask you guys. Good music, uh the the label is dropping uh albums in the month of May and June. Uh so you got Pusha, Tiana Taylor, um uh Kanye's working on Nas's album too. Um Kanye and Kanye and Kate Cuddy. So out of those five, I'm gonna go just really quickly say who you're most looking forward to. Uh out of those five. Um Gerald, I'll start with you. Whose album are you most looking forward to?
3: Kanye and Cuddy.
0: All right. It's the seven songs of uh of uh of, of beautifulness is, is how they kinda of making it feel. Uh Steven, out of those five, who are you picking? <laughs>
1: All right, being that you strictly made it good music, I'll have to go with Kanye. But I don't know if that Nas album is, you know what I mean? But uh, you said good music. Yeah, yeah. So I'll stick with Kanye. No,
0: no, 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 no. I just I, I looped it in because Kanye said he, he's doing work on it. So it was like he's not part of good music, but Kanye still has a hand in it. Uh, so that's why I was attributing it to that. But I, I do get you, and you're trying to make the distinction that. Nas is not part of good, uh, of, of Good music I, I got you um, Yeah. So you're saying Nas
1: Well did, Is he working on it Or is he fully Working on it You know what I mean Like is he, does he have a few tracks On that Nas thing Or is he Cause I, I thought I got the idea That he was Officially like the main guy Behind the producing
0: Right Yeah that, that, that's what I meant That's what I meant
1: Yeah cause if that's the case then I'll go with Nas. But if that's not the okay. case, then I'll so go with Kanye.
0: That, yeah, that's the case. Mm-hmm. Uh but either way, either way, Nas or Kanye, <laughs> looking forward to both. Uh um, Yes definitely. Chris, uh whose are you looking uh looking forward to the most?
2: Uh, actually I'm looking forward to uh Kid Cudi. I just I just want to get Kid Cudi back on you know, back on top, you know.
0: Absolutely, and if anybody can do it, it's Kid Cuddy. All right, so we got a little less than 40 seconds, so really quickly, I'm gonna go. I'm going Pusha T. Drug dealer's anonymous is way over, uh, way under look. Dope track. Uh, it is to show you again, Pusha can come
3: with just straight
0: bars. Him and Hov completely killed that song. Uh, so I'm looking forward to anything Pusha ever does, especially if Ye's working with him, and he's doing some, uh, and he's working with Pharrell a little bit. Um, but thank you guys for listening to episode two of Voice of the Culture. Um, we'll hey, put my song on, man.
1: Week. Put my song on.
0: It's still downloading, man. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going right yeah, to have everyone's songs added so we have it for next week. My bad, guys. Um,
1: Unbelievable. We were going to play
0: Benevolent by Tory Lane. No, I swear to you, I'll send you a picture. Um, I know,
1: man. I'm just playing. Thank... I'm just
0: playing. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you guys for tuning in to episode two of Voice of the Culture. Uh, hopefully everyone yes. that we wanted on this show Will, will be on the show next week We're, we're going to try to get that better worked out Along with adding songs to the boards um, yes. But we will check you guys out Same time, same place next week Peace
1: Hey, oh, Peace. next week, man Have me on that song Have me on that song next week The same one
0: Absolutely, I got uh, you
1: All right, word You guys uh, have a good night, man It's a good show
2: All right Peace night, nah, guys
1: Good night